Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what? What are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNC's apply. And High Performance Sport New Zealand have announced their second intake of women's coaches for Te Ha Paitanga, a women's coach development initiative. 16 coaches from 15 different sports in the latest round, including the likes of Honey Hitterme Smiler for Rugby League, Julie Seymour for Netball, and of course our next guest, Tall Ferns legend and Waikato Wizards coach, Leanne Walker. Morning, Leanne. Good morning. Yeah, it's uh, John Day here instead of Ian Smith. I'm sure you're expecting to talk to Smithy, <laughs> but we carry on with these things. Um, congratulations on being included in this initiative. Um, how exciting is it for you? Yeah, really exciting. Um, being Getting the opportunity to work with some great mentors and in the high performance space is something that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, so what's the format of this course? It's the second intake, so it's happened before. What, you know, Who do they involve? Um, who teaches you? How long does it go for? Uh, 18 months from what I understand. Uh, there are five residentials, so the cohort come together. Um, we get assigned to some mentors, cross-code, so people, you know, coaches that have been at the high-performance level um, in their own careers and are willing to give back, I guess. And, yeah, I mean, still learning about what it's, what it's going to involve. I know the first um, task that we've got coming up is, is like doing a 360 and just looking at um, what we need as coaches, what our development plan might look like. So, yeah, just, just good exploration for us and, and hopefully opportunities for us just to grow our comp- competencies as, as coaches. Absolutely, because you, yeah, you were a star player, and then you movely uh, quickly moved into coaching. So, how did you deal with that transition from player to coach? I tried to stay with the playing as long as I could, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and did a bit of playing and coaching at the same time. But I guess it was a, a natural uh, progression from going playing into coaching roles, especially since you know my girls took the game up themselves and. Mm. Um, it was just part and parcel of being one of those parents actually that just had to get out there and, and help and be a volunteer coach and you know do the best that I could for them and the other girls in the sport. So that's where the progression came from. Just gradually eased out of the playing and, and into the coaching. Yeah, so there's being a part of this initiative, you've kind of been teaching yourself, would you say, as you go along and now you get some sort of expert guidance to, to really yeah. Uh, yeah, refine your style? Yep, a little bit like that, although I've been in and around some great coaches um, in my time who have, you know, always been encouraging and supportive and, um, you know, tapping me on the shoulder to put my hand up for a, a rep job here or there mm-hmm. just to stay within the game. So, and I have, have had some fantastic sport with other coaches around me 
ended my association. So been pretty fortunate, actually. Yeah, and so, you know, coaches from 15 different sports, when you all get together, um, do you think you'll be able to pick ideas from each other and you'll have similar yeah. ways you go about things? Yeah, I think that. I think there'll be similar stories and just different approaches, tactics to how to overcome some of the challenges that coaches face. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be an awesome opportunity just to get around the table, share ideas, share strategies. So, yeah, looking forward to that aspect of it too. Absolutely. Working with some people from other codes, absolutely. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, a lot of our women's national teams, when you look around, uh, the football ferns have got Jitka uh, Klimkova on, so a female coach there. But when you look at other sports like cricket, rugby, hockey, even basketball with Guy Malloy, um, all male coaches. So uh, do you think we're seeing this change? Do you think it's important for women's sports teams to have women's coaches or just the best person for the job? Or both? I think it's important important to have the best person for the job but there are also opportunities and platforms where you can get get women involved and I guess that's a focus of high performance sport New Zealand is to just grow uh, the capabilities amongst women so that they can sit at the tables and be more represented whether that be in strategic leadership um, positions you know on boards Mm -hmm. or coming through in the coaching realm so you know it's just an initiative that's, that's gone back a few years now and um, I do believe best coach for the job, but you know you can also utilise some strength of the the women and the broader staff if necessary. Yeah, of course you're coach of the Waikato Wizards, and they were going damn good, weren't they, in the NBL this year? But then COVID <laughs> came along, uh, finished the season early. So how are things looking for 2022? Um, they're looking at, at restructuring, so not too sure how the 2022 season will pan out. Um, in terms of number of teams in the in the league, um, but I think looking towards June, July, August, around that time frame for a women's competition to kick off again. Yeah, and it looks like the NBL have struck a great deal with Sky Sports. So the game here in New Zealand, but of basketball, is just going from strength to strength. How important is that new deal? Yeah, the deal is important. The media coverage is important for us, but I think there needs to be a good balance too. And sometimes the windows for us to utilise um, the strength of our players. We've got a lot in the States at the moment, yep. um, some in Europe. So we just need to try and get that balance right and have key players back in the country able to participate in their provinces so that we can lift the level here and, and put out the best product we can for the media. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fine balancing act, but definitely, um, you know, huge for the sport to have great media coverage. Yeah, and you mentioned your daughters, Charlize and Crystal. Um, yeah, what, what's that like, you know, especially coaching your kids, but it's not at, like, grassroots level. It's it's at national level. It's at provincial level, you know, in the main comp. So, you know, coaching them as kids, is it different to coaching them as adults in a kind of high-pressure environment? No, I used to <laughs> yell at them as kids, and I still yell at them now, so... <laughs> No, no, it's fun um, just watching them, you know, develop and progress. They're actually playing now and yeah. and um, <clears throat> doing quite well. So playing for Washington State. So it's awesome that they're, they're playing together for a couple of reasons, you know, especially with the pandemic, knowing that they had each other overseas and we couldn't necessarily get there if anything went wrong and vice versa. They can't get home easily. So, you know... Neat progression to watch them as as youngsters and to continue coaching them as they get into adulthood.
Yeah. So they teach me a lot, actually, oh, with cool. the experiences they bring back. And, um, you know, first ones to, to say, Mum, you should have done this, or Mum, you should have done that. So pretty uh, robust discussions after games, you oh. know. When we're, when we're debriefing. I love that, keeping everyone honest around the dinner table about the game. Yeah, and when you, mention, yeah, yep. when you mention they're playing right now, they're literally on the court right now, aren't they, against uh, San Francisco Dons for Washington, Washington State University. How are they going? They are. They're two points down, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's a, it's a good game, pretty competitive. Um, just nice to see, you know, good, good female, good, good women's um, basketball being played awesome opportunity and you know we've got a lot of kids over in the states at the moment and every t- every chance we get to see them it's it's just exciting and you know motivating for the, the next generation coming through yeah and just on each of them i mean crystal is she fourth or fifth year now university what's kind of next for her this is so she's doing a master she graduated with her um, degree last year and into her master so this is her fifth and final year because of the covid they got that extra year um, so she stayed on, and and Charlie's is in her second year over there. Yeah, Charlie's man, she was just making headlines last year. Just took the whole Pac-12 by storm, really, didn't she? Uh, how does she cope with that kind of rise and and stardom? Um, she takes it in her stride. Like she's pretty humble. She she just goes about each day. You know, it doesn't get to her head or anything. I guess his sister would pull her in line if necessary yeah. if she needed. But, yeah, she just takes it in her stride. Um, lots of pressure on, obviously, having such a good season. So she's going to really have to step up and perform. She will be scouted a lot more heavily because teams do know her. Um, so hopefully, you know, she just gets back to the drawing board and, and every game is a new challenge and she just continues to try and elevate her game. Be good for her, but we need it. We need it in New Zealand too. And, and not just Charlie's, our other... Um, athletes uh, who are in professional leagues or, or playing in the States. We just need them to continue to elevate their game. We're getting more competitive on the international scene, but you know all of these experiences added, add to that. Yeah, and it would help if we could get another player, I guess, into the WNBA. We've only had one uh, former teammate of yours, so what's the prospects, do you think, of, of getting another Kiwi into the WNBA and one of them being your daughter's? Um, you know, I think there are a couple of kids out there that could potentially put their hand up. We, we did have a few that have been to the pre-season camps. Um, you know, Kalani Purcell and her time, but we've got Tara Reid over there. Um, she's playing some great basketball and other players. You know, we've got we've got a growing horde of them um, <laughs> doing well for the universities. But um, when it comes to, say, Charlie, so I know people have talked about her potentially getting there. Yes, that might be a long-term focus, but she's just got to take you know, each step as it goes, each year as it goes, and, and like I said before, just try and elevate, elevate her game. She's in a great conference, plays against some of the best players in, in the country, so hopefully it sets her up to be able to have a crack at it, to have a go. Yeah, yeah, she is fun to watch. Um, absolutely one of the best guards going around in the Pac-12, and which leads me to the Leanne Walker. The final question, are there any more Ledger Walkers? in the basketball production line. We've seen two of them playing for Washington State University, so are there any more? There is one more. She's 15 uh, years old, Tanika Ledger-Walker. Um, and, yeah, she's, she's a pretty handy basketballer. Um, thinks, thinks she knows more than me sometimes <laughs> on the bench. Um, again, you know, those <laughs> conversations... 
sometimes you can't tell her stuff, but no, nah, she, she's got a good brain for the game. She's been on the bench with me since she was probably four or five doing my stats. I do remember a game where we were playing Auckland in the WBC, Crystal and Charlie's were playing, and Tanika was sitting beside me doing my stats, and Auckland got a bit of a run on, and she nudges me with her elbow and goes, well, are you going to call the timeout? And I went, she's all of about eight. And I'm like, are you serious? And she goes, uh, they've just scored seven points in a row, Mum. And, so, and in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, I probably should call the timeout. But you know what? I'm not just because you said I should. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, what 15-year-old doesn't think that they know everything in the world as well? So, no, that's really exciting. It's been great having you on the show this morning. Leanne, really appreciate your time. No, thank you for talking to us. Anytime. Have a great day, you guys. Yeah, you too. You too. Leanne Walker there, a Tall Ferns legend and one of the real good upcoming coaches uh, in New Zealand. A lot of women's coaches are coming through and it's great this initiative that High Performance Sport New Zealand have got going on with their second intake of coaches and just developing them just so that we have more female voices I think at the top of New Zealand women's sport. I think it's very much needed 